This, this is Radio Glamorgan. Good evening, boys and girls, and welcome to another story from Laura. I hope you've all got yourself nice and comfortable and you're all cosy and ready to go. Tonight's story is called The Prince of Willow Windswood. Gabriel was the son of the King Fairy and next in line to be King of the Fairies in Willow Windswood. Unlike his father, Gabriel was a lot smaller and shy and he felt like he would never be as good a king as his father. He was so shy that he spent all his time in the safety of the fairy castle as he was so afraid that if all the fairies in the kingdom seen him, they would be so disappointed that he would be their future king. Only fairies that Gabriel spoke to was his best friends Neve and Michael. Their father was the king fairy's advisor, so they lived in the fairy castle and had been his very best friends all his life. The castle was very big, so big in fact it had a total of five fairy doors all around the elm tree and had pictures of crowns to signify that it was the home of the king, right in the middle of Willow Windswood. The king, as you can imagine, was a very busy fairy with a whole kingdom of fairies to take care of. One day the king had so much to do that he just couldn't do all the things on his list alone, so he sent for Gabriel. Gabriel, the time has come for you to learn what it will be like when you are king. I must go and see the gnomes today about repairing the bridge at the stream. I need you to go to the fairies in the big oak tree and give them the plans for the midsummer ball. Go to the yellow door with the red rose painted on it. Freya the fairy lives in there and she will take the plans. Father, really? You want to trust me with something as important as the plans for the midsummer ball? said Gabriel with a worried expression. Of course, I trust you, Gabriel. You must start to believe in all the good things I see in you. One day you'll be king and all the fairies will depend on you, so you must start to learn about all the magical creatures in your kingdom. Gabriel was very afraid of letting his father down, so he went to see his best friends to ask if they would come with him and make sure he does his task the way his father would want him to. Of course we will come as well, said Neve. It will be like an adventure to leave the castle for once. I will make us a picnic to enjoy on the way. So once the picnic had been packed, Gabriel, Neve, and Michael set off on their journey to the great oak tree at the outer end of the wood. As they left the castle and made their way along the fairy trail, they came across a poor elf who was lying in the middle of the path with his cart that had toppled over him and all of the berries were all scattered around him. Gabriel flew over to him and helped the poor elf to his feet. Are you okay, Master Elf? What has happened to you? asked Gabriel. Oh, thank you, kind fairy. I'm taking these berries to the castle, and as I was pulling my cart along, a mole crossed right in the path underneath me and toppled me, my cart, and the berries all at once. I need to make sure I get to the castle for the king's lunch he is having today with the gnomes. I'm going to be terribly late. And with that, the elf started to get most upset. Do not upset yourself. What's your name, Master Elf? My name is Gabriel. And with that, Gabriel gave the elf a lily petal to dry his tears. Gabriel? gasped the elf. And with that, he fell to his knees and bowed. My apologies, Your Highness. I didn't know it was you I was talking to. Please forgive me. My name is Alfie. Please do not upset yourself further, Alfie. We will all help you get your berries and you will get to the castle in plenty of time for lunch. Oh, thank you, Your Highness. That's so kind of you. 
And with that, Gabriel, Neve, and Michael helped Alfie the elf load back up all his berries, and he was soon back on his way to the castle. Smiling and relieved that he would get his berries to the king on time. Gabriel, Neve, and Michael continued down the fairy trail, heading towards the big oak tree. After a while, they came to the river bank, and so decided to stop and rest their wings, as it was an ideal spot to eat their picnic. Neve laid out all the lovely treats she had made up in her basket. As she did, Gabriel went down to the stream to cool down with some nice cool water on his face. As he was sitting on the bank of the stream, he could hear someone in distress. He pulled back the water lilies and there was a little duckling shaking and crying out for his mother. Hello little one, said Gabriel gently. What has happened to you? I got got lost, cried the little duckling. I was swimming with my brothers and sisters and we came into the water lilies and I couldn't keep up. My feet are just not as big and I can't swim as fast. And now I'm lost forever. And with that, the little duckling started to cry again. Do not cry, little duckling. I will help you to find your family again, promised Gabriel. He then helped the little duckling out of the water and onto the bank of the stream next to him. He called on Neve and Michael to look after the little duckling and he then flew around the bank of the stream looking for the little duckling's family. Soon he came upon a very panicked mother duck who was calling out with her family of ducklings. Gabriel flew down to where she was and called out to her. Mother duck, mother duck, he called. With that, the mother duck swam up to the bank where Gabriel was and he could see by the worry on her face that he'd found the little duckling's mother. So Gabriel explained that her little duckling was safe and well and with his friends. Oh, thank you so much, the mother duck shouted, as she felt instant relief that her precious duckling was found. She followed Gabriel along with all her ducklings back down the bank of the stream to where her little duckling was with Neve and Michael. Straight away the little duckling flew into his mother's wings and she wrapped him around her tight. You're safe now, little one. You will now swim behind me and that way you'll never be lost again. But mother, I'm so slow. How will I ever keep up? cried the little duckling. Your feet will grow, my little one. But until they do, we will all slow down so that you're never lost again. The little duckling then came back and gave Gabriel a big hug and thanked him for helping him to find his family before swimming away behind the safety of his mother and with all his brothers and sisters who had circled around him to protect him. With all the excitement, the fairies had forgot about their lunch and so packed it up as they had to make up time to get to the big oak tree before it got any later. As they made their way once again along the fairy trail, they were almost at the big oak tree when they came across a little grey squirrel who looked very upset. Gabriel made his way towards the squirrel and asked, Are you okay, Master Squirrel? The squirrel looked up and with a very sad face said, I was okay until I returned to my home in this tree to find that all my nuts that I had collected for myself and my family are gone. Now we're all going to be hungry tonight. Oh dear, said Gabriel. Well, we can't have that. With that, Gabriel asked for the picnic basket and handed it over to the squirrel. Take this for yourself and your family. There is plenty of nuts and berries for you all. Oh, thank you so much. How can I ever repay you, said the very grateful squirrel. No thank you needed. We all look after each other in our woods. Please take this and make sure you and your family have a good meal tonight. With that, the three fairies left the now very happy squirrel and finally made it to the big oak tree.
Gabriel knocked on the big yellow door like the king told him. And Freya the fairy opened it and gave Gabriel, Neve and Michael a big warm friendly smile. Welcome your highness, she said with a bow. She then invited the now very tired fairies in and gave them some much needed refreshments. As he sat down to some cocoa and a lovely piece of fairy cake, Gabriel took the plans for the fairy ball out of his pocket, but then let out a gasp. Oh no, exclaimed Gabriel. He opened up the plans that were now very wet and covered in red berry juice. I knew that my father shouldn't have trusted me with this. Now the plans are all ruined. The plans were indeed ruined, as the water and the berry juice had made it impossible for Gabriel to read anything. (laughs) Please do not get upset, Your Highness. There's an easy way to fix this. And with that, Freya took out her wand, and with a tap of some fairy dust, the once wet and ruined plans were suddenly restored to how they had been before. There, you see, easily fixed, she said with a smile. After the refreshments, Gabriel and his friends thanked Freya for the food and the drinks, and most importantly for restoring the important plans for the fairy ball, and made their way back to the castle before it got dark. When Gabriel returned, the king asked him how his journey went. Gabriel put his head down and with a big sigh, told his father now how he had disappointed him by presenting ruined plans for the ball. Well, said the king, that's not what I've heard. Gabriel looked up confused. What do you mean? You trusted me with delivering the plans for the fairy ball and instead I turned over a ruined piece of paper that Freya then had to use her magic to fix. I told you I would let you down, and I did. Gabriel, you have not told me the full story, but since you have been gone, I have received an extra bag of my favourite red berries from a very grateful elf that you helped with his cart. I've got a new feather pillow from a mother duck who said you helped her find her lost duckling, and I've just received a picnic basket with a note of thanks from a very happy family of squirrels. All of this is due to my son, who helped them all. With that, Gabriel gave a smile to the king and said, But what about the task you gave me? I failed, and I'll never be as good a king as you are. The task I gave you was to teach you what it was to be king. To be king of Willow Winds Woods, what you need to be able to do is help all the magical creatures and animals that live here, and you proved that today. I'm so proud of you, and I know that you'll make an amazing king one day. With that, the king gave Gabriel the biggest hug. In fact, I'm so proud of you that from now on, you will get out of the castle every day and help more of all the fairies in our kingdom. From that day on, Gabriel was seen every day down the fairy trail with his friends Neve and Michael, helping all the fairies, elves and animals that lived within Willow Windswood. He grew in confidence every day and soon made lots of new friends with all the residents of his kingdom. Gabriel grew in confidence each day until he knew that being king was not about being the biggest or the strongest. It was about taking care of all the magical creatures and animals within his kingdom. And if he did that, he would be a very good king indeed. The end.